Hey friend, welcome to the Funny Thing About Parenting podcast. TJ here, along with the wonderful, the hilarious, the amazing Melissa. Oh geez. <laughs> Hello. And today it's not just the two of us. And do I sound like I've been smoking a pack? You do. I'm sorry. It's quite this is what happens. I mean, it's kind of cute. When you thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say sexy. That's that seems like a strong word to say on a That's, podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure who's gonna find it. But uh, this is what happens. You live in Minnesota and your voice just gives out to the winter. Right. Yeah. Um, It's not just us two today because we've got a very special guest. Very special guest. I don't even want to call you a guest. It just seems so odd. It's my brother. It's your brother. Hey, I'm the brother. <laughs> Should we just call him the brother? The brother. Uh, let's just roll with that. Hey, the brother. The what do you, younger, what do you think about that? the younger brother. TJ is the middle. Mark is the youngest. So much younger, too. How, yeah. How much younger are you? What are we, three? Three years. Three years? That's, that's pretty typical. Uh-huh. 80s babies. Um, so Mark Therian. Yeah, that's me. Younger brother, the brother, dad. Mm-hmm. Newly an author. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Pretty big deal. Yeah. He's a pretty big deal around here. Yeah. I mean, are you guys are you guys still friends ever since TJ started slamming the youngest child in all of his videos? <laughs> I mean, is this whoa, whoa, a personal? Whoa, whoa. We had a falling out. We had a falling out over there. We have sure. a lot to talk about. Mark is a dad of three. Dad of three. Yep. Give us the breakdown. Uh, I have a seven-year-old boy. He's in second grade, and then we have twins who are four, almost five. One boy and one girl, Ryan and Reese. Ryan and Reese. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have a dog. We have a big dog, Radke. He's our Go- golden retriever. Golden retriever. Yep, love him. Loyal as can be. He's the best one in our house. Aww. Best. We best need a friends. dog. Best we friends. Dog. I know. Radke was dog best fever. friends with our late yeah. dog, Libby, he who loved, would have been. Libby. Oh. She would have been 13 this year, this mm-hmm. spring. Not crazy. How old's Radke? Crazy. Racky just turned nine last fall. Okay. Yeah, they loved, we lived close to each other. So we just walked down to your cul de sac mm-hmm. and play in the backyard with Libby. It was the greatest. That's right. We were in the same neighborhood for how many years? A few years? What was that? Six years? I think it was like six years. Sounds right. Yeah, that sounds About, right. Um, which was like the dream. Mm-hmm. And really I loved good. my house. Yeah, and we would walk over and play PlayStation. What happened? They, Why did they we... decided to move, so then we did too. Oh yeah, we did. You did the you made the first. Move. Yes, we, we never were, would have done that. We were sharing a room <laughs> with the twins, and that that got old quick. Yeah. So we needed a new bedroom. Oh, you were out of bedrooms. Yeah, that's right. We kind of outgrew that house, unfortunately. Yes, mm-hmm. and right. So when when you said that you were considering moving, that's when we found out we were pregnant with our fourth. Yes, and, and we, we were, were also like, kind of running out of rooms. Yeah, we could have made it work. Yeah, but it's basically yeah, when we found out you guys were leaving the neighborhood, we were like, "All right, peace out." You bolted, and you, we moved within like two months. You found this awesome neighborhood. Yes, yeah. and you found an awesome neighborhood as well, hmm. just down the street, mm-hmm. the yep. main street. Yeah, Not too far. So, you're the youngest. I'm the middle child. Yep, Lisa's the oldest. Our older sister. sister Lisa. We're all three years apart. Mm-hmm. I get asked a lot about birth order and like, what child are you? Yeah. What's, what's your take on our oldest, middle, youngest situation as us, like ours, me, you and Lisa and growing up, growing up. 
Uh, pretty accurate to, I mean, your, your content. I mean, you're the typical middle child for sure. I'm offended. <laughs> well, uh, you are very middle-ish. Um, I have some of your youngest stuff rings true for sure with me. Oh, like what? <laughs> uh, I don't, I, sometimes I get some packages from mom or I get a little spoiled, She's I guess. She's the most loved. <laughs> but we've talked about this before. We always give a disclaimer on the youngest because we, we often say like, it's typical for the youngest to, to get, to have to really fight for what they want and kind of take on that feisty, um, dominating kind of personality. But then the opposite is also true. Like you also like can get youngest where they just kind of sit back and enjoy the show and like are chill. And that's kind of what you are. You're the chill youngest. Yes. Well, when TJ's going at age 13 or through our childhood, you can just sit back and watch. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. And at the same time, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You, you aren't like the feisty youngest or the passionate because mm-hmm. our third born mm-hmm. yes. Maisie is very vocal and passionate and she's either going to be president yes. or she's going to be a fugitive so Reese to ours yes and that's you so oh you're twins yeah Reese is kind of that Reese came out you. four minutes later so she's technically the youngest which makes sense because yeah. Ryan is he's crazy. often hiding in the pantry eating snacks he that with kid no is clothes on. Yes. with no with, clothes on <laughs> he's He's like out of control in the best in the best of ways. Oh, he just go go go. So much energy. So just much energy. Full on boy. We can't contain him. It's amazing with twins. Have you have you I mean, not only in your own family, but like other families with twins. Mm-hmm. Is it pretty common that the two twins are very different personality wise? Yeah, I think you see that. Um sometimes you see if they're very identical too, but I think it's either way. I think it's one or the other for gotcha, sure. Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. So you're calling me like the typical middle child growing up. I think that's accurate. I'm not asking you to tell any stories, but do you have do you have any examples that you wanted to point out? <sighs> um. Yeah. Like, didn't you like sleep with a ice cream bucket on your head one time or something? I might have. That sounds right. That didn't sounds like something that would happen. Show me how to get on the roof of our house when I was very young. I might have. Listen, it was da- it was Dad's fault for building the deck so closely to the roof line. What what am I supposed to do? Yeah, sometimes you get bored in the summers. <laughs> Just go up there and have lunch. Um, uh, our parents weren't home, and I taught you and your. I mean, how old do you think you were? I mean, this is elementary school, I think. Okay, yeah. So like, not probably should probably shouldn't be running around on a roof without not parental safe. supervision. On the peak of the roof, mom and dad were not home. As far as, home. as far as I remember. I think Lisa was in charge that day. Oh, and she was over it. She was in her room. Yeah. And uh, apparently, the story goes, mm-hmm. a very concerned neighbor across the street yep. called one of our parents in kind of panic mode. Yeah. Your children and <laughs> friends are running around on the roof. So I remember I, I was on the peak of the roof oh, doing no. the like the King Kong beating my chest for some reason and I locked eyes with her coming out her front door and no way. She, the neighbor? she looked horrified yeah <laughs> so that's that's what happened I could see that happening in our neighborhood like our neighbors I could I could see all of a sudden seeing the kids on the roof <laughs> being like <laughs> text sure. yeah and I can see Ryan your yeah 
yeah. I, he would for sure be that He'd kid. He will be on the what road. What he does right now, if when I open the garage door to go out to the van, he sprints the garage door and holds onto it and rides it no. all the way up. No way. So he's up in the air. And then he, like, when it's almost up, I get a little panicky and he drops and just falls down and laughs. Oh, my Amazing. goodness. It's hilarious. I mean, he's so little. Yeah. He's four, right? He's going to yeah. be five soon. Yeah. That is amazing, and you—you you are also just a chill parent. It sounds like your your kid is flying up I mean, in the air, and you're like, eh. "There's that internal anxiety when that's right. happening." Yeah, and yeah, that sometimes funny. sometimes calm, sometimes not. So you you growing up were not the feisty one. Mm-hmm. You didn't seem to get in trouble much. That's the that's how the legend goes. You probably got away with a lot of things. Actually, now that I think about it, maybe. I mean, come come your high school years when Lisa was probably headed off to college, mom and dad just gave up on oh, me yeah. at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah. I'm a senior. I'm just doing my thing. Yes. I had a soft midnight curfew, I think. You did? Yeah. Oh, man. If I came home at 12.05, dad was sitting on the steps or mom was sitting on the steps. Dad would probably be asleep. Mom would be like laying in bed but awake. Yeah. Worried about her prints. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa... Mm-hmm. Is she is she typical firstborn? Do you think? I think so. I mean, we should get her on the podcast. Yeah, sometime. she's pretty responsible. She probably got, got the brunt of the rules from mom and dad mm-hmm. before we came along. That's I think what I I think that's true. Yeah. She like she likes a good black and white logic process. Like bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> give me a schedule. Bada bing, yeah. bada boom. She yeah. likes to you know. She she often says she relates to your firstborn. <laughs> Uh-huh. child yeah can we talk about dad's first borny tendencies mm-hmm. we were just in florida last week and dad picked us up from the airport and mom said that he left a good like two hours early to go get wow. us oh, and just goodness. sat on this like adjacent street waiting for us oh. oh my goodness and he has this process where he picked us up which is i mean it's smart it's it's really smart but he like he drives to our house drives us Rides with us with in our van down to the airport, drives sure. it back, and then he can drive his ho- his car back to his house, and he's very insistent on this process. Mm-hmm. But it works. It works. He sticks to what works. Uh huh. He he's knows. Very logical about. He knows. He has a great garage tool bench area. Yes. He took out every socket mm-hmm. and placed it on a nail in a line. Oh really. <laughs> I mean, these his tools are just kind of perfectly displayed. Probably if I the, showed you my tool bench right now, uh-huh. it would be an embarrassment to everybody. <laughs> it would. He probably had the best time doing it, too. I think there's like old freezies that have melted on top of your tool bench. Sorry right. about that. Yeah. But you actually remind me of dad in those ways. I picked up a little bit from dad on that, for sure. You're very particular. Yeah, I neat. guess. I think so. And very re- neat routine, right. like do you like a good routine, like I a morning, routine. a morning routine? Yep, yep. We are very like paper routine, breakfast, time based. I got my time marks in my head. Yeah, yes. everything. Yeah. And as a parent, you're kind of that way too, right? Like, yeah, your oh yeah, kids have been on a schedule since birth. Yeah, we did the the sleep training deal, and then that worked out, and now <laughs> I guess it's kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. So we had our our routine this morning to get the kids off to preschool and school. Can you explain what your like time, time stamp your evenings for us really quick with your kids? Bedtime? 
Yeah, the, just the whole routine. Okay, so so dinner, you know, if we got sports or stuff, dinner has to be a little bit earlier, but usually around 5.15, 5.30. Uh, wrap that up. Ashley gets done with work, comes down. We're done about maybe 6 or oh, so. Did we mention that you're a stay-at-home dad? Oh, yeah, I'm a stay-at-home dad. That's yeah, it. my wife Ashley works at home, so we're all in the house. Accountant turned stay-at-home dad. <laughs> in a previous mm-hmm. life, accountant. Which, if any child, firstborn, middle, or youngest, is going to end up being a stay-at-home dad, it's the youngest. Yeah. I mean, I got you there. I got yeah, you. That I worked out you. for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I feel like that was a, a good tidbit to well, throw if, in there. Okay, just to throw this in, your wife Ashley yeah. is... She, she even though she's the youngest sister in her family mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a big age gap there between her and her older sisters yeah. yes she's kind of gap, an only like 10 issues so kind of resets so yeah she's sort of an only child in that way when it comes yep. to birth order yep she's extremely responsible she is very she's similar diligent. to yep. you in that way um also, she loves yeah, your team very too. disciplined you guys are both very disciplined very disciplined <laughs> But it, when it comes, can you when help push us? Comes to shove, when push comes to shove, I know you're looking at two middle children who are married. We're, we're just when push not. comes to shove, Ashley takes care of you. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Yes. For sure. Nailed it. Oh. For sure. Nailed it. Okay. Yeah. She's she's a caregiver for sure. Love it. Okay. So six o'clock, dinner's wrapped up. Now what? Six o'clock, we're doing dishes, and then especially in the winter now, the kids got to get this energy out. So we do the living room wrestling match. Love it. I mean that's a go-to yeah, every night. Got to do that, uh, and then six thirty hits, and it's it's usually bath time every night. <laughs> we usually every night. Do we bathe our kids every night? Um, maybe once every ten days. Ooh, like that counts. I mean, yeah, that counts, and Mark, it doesn't happen every. If night, you see, maybe. like your your daughter probably never has hair like Winnie. Winnie is our youngest, is in the living room or in the room with us right now, so. I'm, I'm showing him her nice ratted she has nest. Very pretty yeah. hair, though. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, we've given up on things. Okay, so then what? After wrestling, uh, wrestling bath. Then it's uh, you know, brush teeth, read books. Twins, four-year-olds are down at seven. Then we go into Cal's room and like they're in bed at seven. Regimented and they're done. Yeah. Bed at seven, and then we. Wow. Uh, we pray with Cal. And Your then, twins are in bed at 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Brilliant. And then uh, we pray with Cal, and then Ashley spends some time reading with Cal. He's a big reader, so they read together for 15 minutes. And you then I go, go downstairs. sort things. You're downstairs <laughs> sorting things. I put toys away. And then she, she goes out, and then he gets uh, another hour and 15 of reading. Until he turns the light off at eight thirty. So your firstborn wow. sits and reads for an hour and fifteen. He loves it every He's a night. Huge reader. He is a huge reader. Yeah, so sweet. That's super fun. Can you imagine a life where that is quite the like routine. you're downstairs at seven fifteen? I can't relate. I no. can't. Relate. I mean, sometimes I like, wish I could. I mean, as they get older, like you know, things for sure change. Obviously, like sometimes Teddy has a basketball practice that starts at eight. Right. Yep. So right. <laughs> it's a little. Yeah. Who knows if that's right too? You and know? summer it gets harder. No, we'll, it's, we'll it's, some, it's definitely right. Well, as they get no, older... No, you're doing it right. I'm like, tip my cap. <laughs> we'll see. As they get older, they'll probably be need more time for bonding, hangout time, so... Right. We'll see. Yeah. Nicely done. Okay, let, follow... Do, do your twins go to bed at 7 o'clock? Are they sleeping? 
lights 7 15 pretty much yeah and reese wow. especially needs it she's just a little diva girl yes mm-hmm. she sleeps she's the sleeper like a clean 13 hours every night that's amazing and then naps too i love a kid who just conks out for 13 hours <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that is great yeah, yeah your kids are awesome super fun and you guys are just really solid parents well like yeah well thank you but if you saw us at the airport the other day maybe you'd say differently Uh, yeah we've spent a week-long uh time together in cabins every summer we know that it's we know your kids are crazy sometimes like they're very wild for sure and so i get that a routine helps you as parents stay sane yeah Uh, that's great so um okay anything else on birth order I want to get out all the birth order things because I get so many questions. What is your, and I think the thing I have to tell people a lot is like, is your younger brother? And I'm like, no, he's actually super chill. He's like the least needy person in the world. Mm -hmm. Well, here's something. Following you in high school, I got asked every day if I was TJ's younger brother because apparently we look a lot alike. Yes, we do. Until you grew that beard. I can't grow a beard. You still can't get the whiskers out? No, I can't do it. Shoot. Just a clean shaven. Stay at home. Your, yours gets a little patchy, but it's nice. Yeah, thanks. It's nice. Appreciate that. <laughs> I was Did just trying s- to make him feel better. It's not you're not perfect. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's a little wild, just like you. A little wild. Yeah. Um, that's fun. And then the other thing that we do together now, since I mean, almost ten years now, mm-hmm. we are ball boys for yes. the Minnesota Twins pretty sweet side gig can you believe that this is it's like a part-time job I, I rarely talk about this but we last summer we started a podcast you and i mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we talk about being ball boys was it called the the ball boys it was is a creative title like that yeah. the ball boys ball yeah. boys yeah ball boys outside the box <laughs> ball boys minnesota twins but um that's yeah, like a, cool. how crazy is that that we get to sit on a field with gloves and shag fall balls grew up idolizing the twins playing baseball together yeah it's amazing unreal it's super fun so we'll get that we took the winter off but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get some episodes mm-hmm. up here soon as the season comes underway um if you hear coughing you would think it's me because my voice is raspy but it's winnie our yeah. youngest little three-year-old she's, on my lap right now she's watching Winnie's the podcast great. take place right now can we talk about your book? Yeah, sure. In, in typical youngest fashion, he just went and did something amazing. Oh. He just got it done. I hear a lot of youngest who <laughs> are just like entrepreneurs and yeah. make things happen. You wrote a book. Yeah. I wrote a, uh, a picture book for kids, children's book. Um, it's coming out in March. So I, I've always had a little bit of an interest in writing. So I you know read hundreds of books to our kids growing up too and i thought this would be fun to get into i want to contribute to that world kind of did you ever read books to your kids and think like oh this one is just written it's rough it's hard to read it's a little hard to read. <laughs> there's a few of those for sure yeah or like a great book but it, the ending falls apart or something mm-hmm. yeah um, or a book that's just too long for the age that your kids are, so you like try to like sneak past a bunch yes, of pages. Yes, and see if they notice. And then every now and then they're like, they don't notice, but usually they do. You <laughs> told me months ago that you were writing this book, mm-hmm. and you like found a local publisher yep. to, to publish it, print it. Yep. You found uh, an illustrator named... 
named Kevin Cannon, phenomenal illustrator. He's amazing. Pretty well known in the Minnesota area and beyond. Um, yeah, he's done stuff for Minnesota State Fair, St. Paul Winter Carnival. Uh, he illustrated Dave Ryan's book, Dave Ryan in the Morning. Oh, oh KDWB. It's a ra- our radio, uh, our local radio. Yeah. Pop, whatever top 100 right and he does he does children's books he does uh puzzles he does this these amazing maps they're online so he's great i i don't know why he agreed to join me on this but i'm grateful so months ago you told me i'm i'm writing this book and i was like what Mm. Uh, but also not surprised because you've always like been all right like you've always written you would just write like a little bit, yeah. He wrote the best uh, best man speech at her wedding. Oh, that was had oh, people rolling on the floor that. laughing. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. that. Mostly, I just transcribed TJ's life. Yeah, and people Which laughed I guess at that. Is funny, <laughs> funny enough. Provokes laughter pretty easily. <laughs> and you told me you're writing this book, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. What what is it about?" And you're like, "Well, it's about it's about the family minivan." Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, and you guys have a minivan. We, we're a minivan family. Yeah, mm-hmm. love yep. a good minivan. You told me you're writing this book. I, you gave you let me see like an early copy of it over yeah. Christmas a few months ago. Okay, and I read through it and I was like astonished. And then, yeah, you you sent another preview of like the finalized book mm-hmm. yesterday. Yes, and Melissa and I were reading it last night and we're like, this is actually amazing. Huh, thank you. So tell us what I mean. What is sure? So yeah, it's about? it's. Um, a story of a young family, like kind of parallels my family, and but it's told through the eyes of their minivan. So he, but um, not a minivan, not just a minivan. He says that he's a megavan. So that's the title of the book, the megavan, 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 and the megavan so uh, transforms basically into anything that the family needs. So he'll be a race car when they need it, or a security truck, or he'll bring them to the right. Sp- places or a tour guide on a road trip or something stuff like that plows through the snow in the minnesota winter um i love that so much i mean mm -hmm. it like it it was the perfect mix of um something kids just love they love cars and vans (laughs) and it's funny but also did you mean to make me cry because like (laughs) like you were saying it like the van kind of sees all of these different phases of life you go through and all these experiences right. and as a parent reading it i got a little emotional <laughs> and it wasn't like too it wasn't like too cheesy it was just like the perfect like thing to make oh. me cry oh, yeah, yeah that's that's it, most where i came up with is like i f- i realized that a lot of memories include kind of the minivan or the family vehicle going to places traditions just everyday outings so that's kind of where it was formed in my brain. Yeah, and that's where a lot of, like the reading this book, and it's illustrated, ama- like the, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It mm-hmm. looks amazing, but the writing is really great too because here you have a van, uh, and anybody can relate to this because it's just a family vehicle. It's yeah. like the only certain times of the week and the year does your whole family pack into a car and go do something mm-hmm. meaningful, and that's what the book brings out. And, but the, what's brilliant about it is the main character, Mega Man, mm-hmm. he, he sees himself as this uh, hero. Part of the yep. family. And it's yep. funny yeah. to read through because the family's just like, 
we got to go. Let's get hop in the van kind of a thing. But the mega van is like, this is my job. Yeah. I'm bringing the Christmas tree home. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's brilliant. And then at the end, it's uh, you're all of a sudden like I'm in love with mega van. (laughs) Well, can we share his name? Can you share his name? Yeah. So his name is Let's. And he's not really his name. He thinks that's his name because every time the family comes in by him or gets in him they'll say like hey let's go or let's stop in here let's be careful so he he's taking that as a direction to him thinking that the family's talking to him so he kind of inserted himself like deep into this family i love it i mean (laughs) i just he's so let's is so endearing and (laughs) sweet the way he's illustrated is amazing too yeah yeah Yeah, i love it it's it's uh I'm not just saying this because you're my brother. It's a phenomenal book. Mm, so um, I know that a lot of parents of young kids, even if you're a parent of older kids or you're a grandparent, you have to go find it. So what's the information? Because it's not even out yet. You can yeah. pre-order it. It releases in a few weeks. Yep. So it's online for pre-order now. Release date is tentatively March 21st. You can find it on Amazon by searching the Megavan. Um, it's also on atascabooks.com is the distributor there. Um so yeah, go find it on Amazon. Absolutely. Oh, and Winnie wants to play piano. <laughs> that was beautiful. Here the lowest the note possible. <laughs> um, Megavan by Mark Therian. Yep. Go find it on Amazon. Add it to your cart. Maybe throw two of them in there. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, it's it's great. I'm so excited for people to get it in their hands. Mm. I'm excited for you to get it in your hands. You haven't even like held it yet. I haven't. I don't have a physical copy yet. Oh man, that'll be that'll be fun. That'll be a fun day. Okay, I have a question now. Mm -hmm. Let's. So that's the book. Into the process, really quickly. How did how did the how did the idea for the book come about? Did you have kind of like this holistic picture in your head of this band named Let's and the or how did it come about? I guess so. I I've been wanting to do something like that for a little bit, but I didn't have an idea, and then suddenly that kind of came into me came into my brain in the garage one day like man this this van does it all for us gives us everything that we need uh then the mega van idea or the name kind of came to me went through all the things kind of wrote that um so you you wrote out a like yeah part of the book or the whole book basically i started with just what pages i want to do but he's a security truck he's a race car those kinds of things and then i formulate into a story um, I showed it to Ashley first. She liked it. Um, she also said, she read it and then she was like, but you don't have a weird, weird relationship with our van, do you? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with our van? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, so yeah. And then I... Leave it to the wife to like deadpan and not give like the best reaction. That's what I do. That's what I do. TJ will show me a video and I have no reaction. He's like, you don't think it's funny? And I'm like... No, I do. I'm laughing on the inside. It's it's great. Also, I'm just a little concerned about you. Before yeah. I post anything, she has to see it because I know she'll be honest with me if, if uh. she thinks it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but even if she thinks it's dumb, I still post yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So exactly. you wrote this yeah. thing out. Did At this point, did you actually think that you were going to like go through this thing and make it all happen? Or is this... I, I still don't know. I contacted then her cousin works as an illustrator for, for children's books. So I had sent it to her. I was like, is this is this dumb like what is this and she wrote back and she loved it and she recommended me to her publisher which is beaver's pond press who i'm going through out of st paul minnesota yeah st paul 
so I I sent it to them. I pitched it to them, and they they liked it. So they said, we'll "Go through with it." Here's our. They have like a team of illustrators. They said, uh, "Let us know who you who you like best." Like three or four options, and I said, "This Kevin Cannon was, you know, way over anybody else." So I said, "He was the one I I really like," and he, they pitched to him, and he agreed which was amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. He was like the perfect illustrator for your book because it's Mm -hmm. super colorful and Mm -hmm. there's nothing dry about it when it comes to the visuals. Like it's very vibrant. Yes. um, Which always makes a fun, really a a book really fun. Yeah. So then you just made it happen. It's unbelievable. About a year process and now it's coming out. Yeah. Do you think you'd write another one? Uh, I hope to. Yeah. I mean, you're like, dude, let me just release this first book first. <laughs> no, half of it is I want to see how this one does. Yeah. And then we'll see, um, you know, if there's there's any uh, call for like a like a sequel or a series with it or if I do something else, do a different kind of idea. It's a pretty sweet thing, though, just to like, I have an idea for a children's book and then you took a mm-hmm. full year long to actually make it happen. I think that's, it sounds very intimidating. When you hear people say like, oh, it took a year to get from then to now, that sounds so intimidating and long. Mm -hmm. But when you're in the process doing it, it's probably just like all these little steps. And sure, it it amounts to a year and you can look back and say, wow, I've been working on this for a long time. But when Mm -hmm. you're in it. And this was done mostly during nap times or preschool hours or just moments where the kids are out of the house. So you do realize you put your heart and soul into a book named Megavan, mm-hmm. and it's red just like your van. Yeah, it's the same. You got a van before your twins were born, right before. Yeah, right before. So you realize mm-hmm. that you now, if you weren't fully attached to your van beforehand, now that this book is out to the world, you will never be able to get rid of your van. Yeah. <laughs> It'll have 400,000 miles on it, uh-huh. and you will not be able to if part ways running, with it. For sure. We're connected now. You will put thousands of dollars to repair it yep. when it's 26 years old, Yep, and there's no way you're going to get rid of it. And Ash will roll mm-hmm. her eyes. Real yes. quick, do you have any notable features in your van? Like, we had marker all over our oh ceiling, and like... Uh, like on the center little console here there's a melted crayon that we can't get off I think it's purple that's that's a thing yep Uh, we got stickers on windows oh bummer Uh, we got kind of ripped ripped seats sure a lot of stuff like that a lot of stuff like that and you've got a a little love mark on the back bumper we got a back bumper when uh, dent when we were in the hospital delivering the twins uh, unfortunately got hit and run and so that's a that's a in the core parking, memory in, in the, the parking, parking lot. lot of the hospital yeah so but now it's almost endearing to see that we've just left it's like it reminds you of doesn't impact anything the day of your twins being born <laughs> right it's a lovely thing it's a actually. family memory now it's a family memory yeah for sure and it just goes to show like Megavan isn't perfectly polished mm-hmm. like he truly does what it takes there's a picture in, some bumps along the yeah, way there's a picture in the book of him all beat up from the day's outings or the kids fighting inside of them and it, it encapsulates the, oh, way to go. the youth. There is a link to Mark's pre-order of Megavan in the show notes. Oh. We'll also be, go find me on Instagram, go 
and I'll, I'll, I'll link it all, baby. Nice. We're going to link everything. Mark, you've link got, it. you're on Instagram, Facebook, you're on all those things. Mm-hmm. Mark Therian. Yes. Um, which, which, uh, a lot of people might pronounce Mark Therian. Therian. Terran. Terian. Aaron. Tara. Therion. Therion. Um, true or Mark false, Therian. Mark? Uh-huh. You have a Tupperware of baked goods for mom in your fridge right now. I have a Tupperware of cookies in my fridge <laughs> and a pan of coffee cake. <laughs> you have coffee cake? We got coffee well, cake. We just came home from a that. trip. Sometimes she does that. That's true. Usually she has like she spaghetti does. out, but you got home so late, so we got she home did late the coffee night. cake. Good. She told me all about it. She's that. really good about that. When we, when we get back from, anybody gets back from a trip, she's always there with spaghetti yes. and some Actually, treats. Um, ten, like, so TJ, you were gone for like just a couple days this week, and it was just you. Like It wasn't our family, and I think Tenley, our middle child, was like, will everyone be at our house with spaghetti when daddy gets home? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, when he goes on a solo just trip, dead. we just, you know. Welcome home. <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, thanks for joining. Thank you for having me. This is great. We will uh, we'll have to record another podcast soon because I feel like there is so much untapped stories that we have. Mm-hmm. From back when. We'll have to dig, dig those yeah. up. But okay. Well, that's it. That's all we have today. The funny thing about parenting, Mark, thanks for joining. Melissa. Thank you. Always. And always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> always a pleasure. You guys have a great week and we'll see you next week on The Funny Thing About Parenting. Bye. Bye.